0: terms and conditions
1: apply. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200k for one ownership. Picasso does all the work for you.
2: what's going on and welcome into a thanksgiving edition of the pelicans podcast presented by sea geek i'm daniel salerson along with my co-host jim i offer from pelicans.com and with a special podcast we have a special guest for you today the number 13 overall pick for your new orleans pelicans that's kyra lewis jr who is gracious enough to join us first off kyra happy thanksgiving how are you uh, happy thanksgiving
1: and i'm doing good how about
2: you guys well, we can't complain and kyra before we uh kind of get into the nitty-gritty, uh, what's life been like for you? You know, a week removed from the NBA draft. I know there's been a lot of things going on with the with the season coming up. So uh, what's life like been to you for the last week or so? Uh,
1: life's been good. Uh, it's been going by fast. Um, a lot of family and friends reaching out, um, meeting new people down here in New Orleans. So it's been good and I just came, not uh, wait for it to keep going.
0: I know you just mentioned how life is going fast. I think everyone can across the NBA can kind of say that right now. Obviously, we don't have to make the kind of adjustment that you do as a new player coming to a new team in a new city. But I wanted to to, to know, so I, obviously you're already in New Orleans. I, I think you've been there for at least a, few, a couple of days, right? Um, what's the process been like? Have you found a place to live? Are you kind of already getting settled in a
1: little bit? Um, I'm looking for a place right now. Um... I've been down here, like you said, a couple of days. So just getting a feel for the city, how it is, being my first time here. So I'm pretty sure um, in a couple of days, I'll be continue to keep looking for a place to live. And after probably a few weeks or a week, uh, I'm pretty sure I'll find a a good spot.
0: Cool. I know you you had mentioned um, on draft night after you were picked by the Pelicans that you had never been to New Orleans. So I'm sure that everything's kind of coming at you fast as far as I mean, obviously you don't know the your way around the city and that kind of thing, but I'm sure that'll be something that you get acclimated to. Um, do you know, we, we always talk to new players and it's amazing to me how many times we realize how small the basketball world is in terms of how many connections guys have to different players. Did, did you know any of, of the, do you know any of your new teammates, Pelicans? Did you know them from anything in the past or, or is everybody pretty much a, pretty, a, new, uh, a new acquaintance for you?
1: Uh, everybody's pretty much new. Uh, I of just knowing them from the basketball world <clears throat> and watching them when I was younger. So as far as personal life, personally, I haven't uh, really got the relationship with them before, but I know them outside of basketball with basketball.
0: I know that you just got here uh, a few minutes ago in relative terms, but have you had a chance to speak with any of the, any of the guys yet? Have you had a chance or is that going to be something that comes up soon that you had a chance to meet some of your new teammates?
1: Uh, I met some of the players. Uh, everybody's, um, everybody's not here yet uh, just due to uh, testing. Um, sure. There's a couple of players I met, though, and I'm looking forward to meeting the other players as well.
2: Right, what do you expect to learn from some of the veteran guards that are on this team? A couple of days ago, it was announced that Eric Bledsoe is joining the team from Milwaukee. You obviously have Lonzo Ball as well. So, um, J.J. Redick, one of the veteran guards. Um, you talk about watching these guys when you are younger. What do you expect to learn from them as you get to know them, especially during training camp?
1: Um, just you know, their experiences when they was younger, uh, what they learned, um, what they know now about the game, uh, reading defense, um, how to run a team, um, really just um, trying to soak up as much knowledge as I can. Um, so whenever I get the opportunity, I'll be ready, um, for the task <clears> at <throat> hand.
0: How much have you had a chance? Uh, and again, some of these questions I'm asking, it might be way too early in the process, which, which I totally understand, but. Um, have you had a chance to speak with the coaches to, so far in terms of, like, what your expectations are, what your role is going to be, like, what 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 they're they're looking for from you, that kind of thing?
1: Um, not yet. I started just meeting them and just talking about my life. Uh, we really haven't gotten to depth about the expectations uh, for the team or for me. We're just really getting to catch up with each other and build a relationship.
0: Sure. Um, I know you mentioned on draft night that you watch the Pelicans a lot during your couple of years that you were at, at Alabama, that there were a team that you were really interested in watching on TV. How, uh, how familiar would you say you are with this roster as far as, and obviously there's a couple of new guys that have come in that have been added through trades, but how, how, how familiar are you do you think with with the team and with the, the players on this roster?
1: Um, I'd say real familiar, um, just watching them from high school to college, uh, you know, exciting players, young players with great talent. Um, like to compete and want to win, like to play and love the game and like to work. So um, I'm real familiar with them just from starting in high school, um, watching Brandon Ningham, Lonzo, Zion. Um, You know, you watch them pretty much your whole life. Um, So just being teammates with them is going to be a great opportunity.
2: A couple of questions for you, and I'll give it back to Jim. But I wanted to go back to you, talk about the expectations, um, what they might have for you. Do you have expectations for yourself in your first year? I know a lot of different players like to have goals for their first year in the NBA. Are there any for you that you can think of, or is that just something that's going to come with time as you kind of get acquainted with your team and um, your coaches?
1: Uh, That's just something that's going to come with time. Uh, I'm trying to take it day by day um, because everything's coming fast. I'll just come in and learn as much as I can and, Every day I try to set expectations for myself. But as far as just coming in and wanting to be something from day one, I haven't really thought about it
2: too much. You talk about modeling your game, and a lot of people like to compare you to De'Aaron Fox. People throw in Lou Williams as well. Um, were those your player, your favorite players to watch when growing up in, in high school and college as far as watching the NBA? Or was there someone from an earlier age that really stuck to you that kind of got you going to watching the game of basketball and to playing it?
1: I had to say, yeah, I watched those two guys a lot. Um, you know, just similar build, um, kind of the same kind of playing style. Um, but as far as just somebody growing up and watching, and I want to play the ball, play basketball, and be like, it would have to be LeBron.
0: Kyra, <laughs> you, um, one of the things that we talk to about players when they make the transition from college to the to the NBA is a lot of guys mention how they really enjoy the spacing, how much more spacing there is in the NBA. And Daniel just referenced, you know, Darren Fox is a guy that that people compare you to in terms of your speed and your quickness. Um, have you, have you thought about it all? Or had any, has anyone talked to you about, you know, what impact the, the NBA style of play might have on your game? I know for a lot of guys in, in college where opposing defenses can, can really focus on them and kind of clog up the paint and stuff like that. Um, what do you think might be the the effect that just the difference in the style of play and the spacing might have on you?
1: Uh, it'd be kind of um, helpful for me because um, guys can't really stay in the lane like they did in college, sort of free up a lot of space. And, and then with the shooters we would have, um, it would help me get in the lane and make plays for my teammates or myself. So um, I had to say that. Um, really, it helped me the most, uh, really getting in the pain and uh, causing havoc.
0: Um, last couple of things. One thing I wanted to to ask you about, I just I just thought of when I saw you sit down was uh, – do you have a reason of, of why you chose your uh, uniform number?
1: Uh, cause it was a number I got drafted. Uh, yeah.
0: So it's, th- it's th- and I I can say because for people that can't see this, it's it's obviously thirteen that then that was where your pick. So that's basically what the decision came down to. As you said, I was the thirteenth pick. So I'm gonna go with number thirteen. Gotcha. Last thing for this uh for this occasion, I, this might be uh, tough. To, I don't want to put you on the spot, but um, what are what are some of the things that you'll you're thankful for on, on Thanksgiving this year?
1: Uh my family, um friends, uh everybody that's been in my inner circle taught me a lot. Um God, basketball. Uh, that's what I had to say for right now.
2: <laughs> perfect, perfect. Before I let you go, a couple more questions from me. We'll we'll, we'll stay with the Thanksgiving theme for a second because know everyone has a go-to Thanksgiving dish, whether it's a family recipe, whether it's just something you always eat on Thanksgiving, what's that for you? Is there a, a special dish that you always have to have every Thanksgiving?
1: Uh, I really don't have a preference. I just make sure that my mom cooks macaroni.
2: Okay, That's the only thing. Okay, I, That's that's fair enough. Everyone likes good macaroni and cheese on Thanksgiving, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, just for, for those that try to get to know you a little bit better before I let you go, what are some things you'd like to do on your downtime? I know this might be a little tough this year with the the schedule and you getting adjusted to the league and how the travel goes, that there may not be a ton of downtime, but there also could be a lot when you're on the road and might not be able to go to as many places due to the pandemic. What are some things you like to do in your off time to kind of take your mind off of basketball? Uh,
1: listen to music, um, watch TV, uh, spend time with family, uh, that's play video games, uh, just chill with the teammates. Uh, that's pretty much it for the most part. I had some a, a real big music guy so. I'll put some headphones in the list
2: of music. Okay. And then this this city is, is big in the music. I'm not sure it's the same genre of stuff that you like to listen to, a lot of jazz, a lot of great music here in the city of New Orleans. But I guess since you said you really haven't been here before, but obviously know about the team, um, I guess what is your, your what was your initial impression on the city of New Orleans? What have you heard about it? And what are you looking forward to most about when you are able to explore the city a little bit?
1: Uh, just the music, the food, um, seafood, of course. Um that's, it's a great time, Mardi Gras, of course. Um, that's the main things I've been living uh, here, especially the seafood. So I really got to try that once uh, everything like kind of opens back up. You're a big seafood guy? No. The only no, thing yeah. I eat seafood is uh, shrimp. Okay. Well, there's
2: plenty of that to go around down here. Fantastic. Well, Kyra, <laughs> I appreciate the time. Um, I really appreciate everything you've done for us here in the last couple of weeks as far as media is concerned. Uh, hope you and the family have a great Thanksgiving. We look forward to seeing you on the court and also meeting you in person, uh, hopefully shortly. Uh, thank you guys for having me. So, Jim, good to hear from the uh, 13th overall pick in this year's draft, Kyra Lewis Jr., and it's interesting just to, you know, kind of hear about what his impressions are of New Orleans, and I think everyone that is not, has not from here, you know, even me when I joined the team nine years ago, it's all about Mardi Gras, it's all about food, it's all about music, I think you'll learn real quickly that there is a lot more to this than just those three obviously those are the main things but it is cool to the to, to kind of hear from him and, and kind of get his idea of what you know what's life been like for the last week because I'm sure it, it's not your normal rookie life here uh, based on the fact that you know normally you're getting drafted in June summer league and then you finally can get settled in it's you know you have to get here get to get settled in quickly yeah I can't imagine
0: I mean there's a lot of stuff coming at him and I, I felt badly a little bit that's some of the questions I asked him because it's just so early in the process. I mean, if you, it, just the part about moving to a new city, it, there's some, I mean, we all know there's so much that goes into that and there's so many things that you don't think about when you start that um, process of, of going somewhere. And, and he, it sounds like he hasn't found a place yet to live, but he'll be doing that soon. And I mean, just, it's hard to think in a normal year, all the stuff that comes out a rookie, but this year it's, everything's sped up even more so i i don't i don't envy that part of 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 the situation as far as how many things he's going to have to learn and how quickly he's going to have to pick up everything you know
2: starting with practices sometime in the near future all right since this is thanksgiving i have to ask you for your go-to dish you know we asked kyra about it macaroni and cheese is his food of choice come thanksgiving what about you jim
0: yeah i always i definitely always get turkey you know that's not too exciting but Pumpkin really pie. <laughs> pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie is the one thing that I feel like I don't. I almost never eat any other day of the year, but I feel like I have to have that on Thanksgiving. So that's definitely a staple for me. How about for right. you?
2: Like I give shots. My mom's corn casserole. That's what's going to be on the menu this year. Um, it's always a favorite of mine. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. But I'm not picky eater. So anything uh, traditional. to stuffing, uh, turkey, mashed potatoes, which I can eat every day of the year, not just Thanksgiving. Definitely atop the list, but the corn casserole is is something I'm really looking forward to. So, Jim, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, this has been a you know a whirlwind of a week here. We're finally getting to talk about the trade yesterday with Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams coming to town. Kyra Lewis on a, a special Thanksgiving edition. And then come next week, players will start the workouts. Media Day just around the corner and then uh, maybe a schedule to talk about as well. I appreciate the time and, and happy Thanksgiving to you. No problem. Yeah. I
0: mean, we're, we're, uh, we're ready to go. There's so much news coming in fast and furious. And I know we were talking about this right before we came on the air that we can't wait for the schedule to come in. Heck I'm excited just to see the preseason schedule because it's like you blank and the preseason is going to be here as far as games that are supposed to start around the league on December 11th. So uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's get going. There's, there's not a whole lot, a lot of time to get ready for this. So
2: I'm, uh, I'm really ready to go. All right, from all of us here with the New Orleans Pelicans, we do want to wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe. We're very thankful to have you as listeners of this podcast. Enjoy the food. Enjoy the family. If you are able to surround yourself with family during the holidays, and we'll talk to you next week with more to come here for going in the Pelican season as they'll begin here in just a few weeks. For Jim, I'm Daniel. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and thanks for listening to the Pelicans podcast presented by Sea